Hey everybody, welcome to the Jeff Dodge Peasant Revolution Band Variety Hour, yeah!
We're back. We're back. Oh yeah, we're back. The uh, the lovely Rita Meter Maid you might have witnessed or might not have. But uh, whoa, it sounds like I'm in an echo chamber here or something. There we go, much better. Uh, yeah, uh, welcome to the Peasant Revolution Band Variety Hour. Uh, I'm your host, Jeff Dodge. With me, the fabulous Mr. Rich Reese on the drums. Hello. And, uh, and Steve Sabila on the bass put, bass guitar, as usual, the bass guitar. One of those, uh, one of those musician jokes, bass guitar. Um, so uh, I, uh, I'm very excited today. We have two fabulous guests. We've got Mr. John Malloy is decided to join us, and uh, fabulous man, uh, and also Jeff Anderson, a, a marvelous man. So we have Marvelous and Fabulous with us here today, live. Uh, but uh, first, I wanted to uh, catch up on, uh, on news. It's been a busy, busy month, Rich. That's, that's the darn diddly truth right there. Well, I, I didn't want to bring this up, but I thought I saw you at a concert recently. That's right. I, um, we packed everything up, and uh, we pointed that direction southwest. To and the uh, we went the hills. To, yeah, we went. We headed for the Past hills. Past the west. Right. We kept going, and it was actually so far out that how far was it? You would get a different perspective on Mount Hood. I know that probably doesn't sound like much of a punchline, but to any geographer worth his salt, you know that's a pretty meaningful distance when you get a different perspective. Anyways, so we went out there. The good folks from uh, Wilson Phillips. Wilson Phillips. Wilson they, now Phillips. that's the uh, band that had that. Uh, now, hold on, don't tell right. me. What was the song? Hold on, what? What? <laughs> Who? Carry carry on, my love. Was that the song? Carry on away, my wayward I, friend. There's, I, I don't. Well, it was somebody equally. Wilson said. Phillips. Wilson Phillips. Yeah, no, it was uh, Barracuda. 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 Wait. The Wilson Sisters. That's right. The Wilson Sisters did Barracuda. Uh... I I I did you get a shake hands or chat with them at all or no we didn't uh, there was pretty solid security I was able to get past them and talk to the sound guys uh, right. I thought it was really funny because here this woman's name is Carney yes. starting it up and then you got some Carneys running things out there <laughs> it was really kind of a complete circle really completed the deal for me and we were very pleased with the occasion and we're back to civilization by three o'clock at the latest so that's uh that sounds like an amazing good. trip rich yeah. that is uh, that is uh, wild we went straight from there to uh mississippi. Mm. mississippi 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 district oh in portland right the and portland one okay yeah I don't blow any minds here but we're pretty sure we saw more people of color at the wilson phillips show in washington county than we saw in the mississippi district that that color were they Oh, careful there, buddy. Some are polka dots and some have stripes. Right. Who let all this... I forget what that comes from. Anyway. But uh, all of this reminds me of our next bit. Uh, let's do another exciting... Because I said we would, an exciting episode of Conspiracy Corner.
Tracy Corner. So, Rich, uh, I, we, I sent all of us out to study a conspiracy, our favorite conspiracy for this month, because there sure. seems to be one every hour these days. Mm -hmm. uh, you were supposed to come back to me on the, uh, is it, it's the flat eclipse that we just had. The, That's the right. flat earth eclipse. That's right. Now, how does that work? Um, I didn't really figure it out. So, well, is it how does an eclipse? Is the moon a globe, or is, or is that flat too? Well, you know, I went back to uh, 1995 uh, via the good folks at YouTube, and I watched some old Simpsons episodes, and I'm pretty sure that it was just the sun blocker going into place. Okay, okay, I can buy that. I can buy that. Uh, one thing is, we do know the sun is a globe. An orb. Are we sure about that? Well, it circles us. All I the mean, time. you're not supposed to really look at it. I've heard, you know, this old friend of mine, Derek, talked about if you look at the sun, these, these, there's some, uh, uh, what are they called? They're like uh, shamans or something. They can stare at it for days at a time, right. and it feeds them. They don't need to eat. They don't is need that, to eat. Is that the truth? Yeah, it's like okay. a cheap way if you ever like can't afford groceries, just stare at the sun now, for a couple sun, days. Does the sun also vaccinate those guys, or does it? Uh... Well, there's a lot of vitamin A, I think, okay. in, in each dosage. A lot of vitamin A. Uh, Steve, how did your research go? I had you down for. Uh, let me see. Where was it here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The 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 whole conspiracy about was Dawkins CIA or simply a Christian metal band? Do you, do you, did you come up with anything? Well, I I think they just got lucky. You're telling me George Lynch just got lucky? You know, this takes me back. Uh, Steve and I once saw. Uh, no, that was he Dawkins or was he the other band? George Lynch is, is Dawkins. That's Dawkins. Yeah. Oh. I have my bands mixed up. We're talking Striper, aren't we? Striper. Now, Striper was CIA, weren't they? Maybe so. Bad cocaine and Ferraris. You know, J. Edgar Hoover, what he had in mind. They sure uh, hoovered up some of that... Uh, hoovering up the cocaine. Yeah. In the name of J. Edgar. Just like the building's named after him. Did you know that? Isn't that amazing? Our powerful FBI has their headquarters named after J. Edgar Hoover proud proud thing to share um, let's see well my my research was on a, a dude called uh, I think it was Alex Smith some like sure. regular name Alex sure. Smith he hosts a He's podcast or something it, sure. I think that's his name anyway he was up in Seattle the other day right and yeah. uh, someone threw coffee right at him in his face and uh, I was just appalled um, but then, then I started studying the footage, and uh, my conspiracy is that this Alex Smith guy hired an actor to throw coffee in his face. So uh, that's my conspiracy. He's a pretty solid actor. I mean, he kind of looks like, uh, is it Potsy? Some famous comedian. Mm. Uh, uh, was he stand-up? Donnie Most, perhaps, from The Happy Days. Oh, that's a little... But... Uh, well, uh, this sounds like a good time to. Uh, we're going to bring back John Malloy in just oh. a second here. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break yeah, and be right back with Mr. John Malloy. Real guests. The Garden Ferret 3000 is the only tool you'll ever need for your garden. 
it knocks out weeds in seconds. You're left with a beneficial mulch for your garden. Maybe you just want to have a tool you can show off to your fellow gardeners. The best thing is the Garden Ferret 3000's easy cleanup feature. Just hose it off. It's available at these fine stores. Ladies and gentlemen, star of uh, screen and music and talent, and uh, also uh, TriMet, Mr. John Malloy, yeah! Oh, yeah. All right, is all it, right. Is this, is this my microphone? Sure. This is the Jim Spag show, right? Um, uh, Mr. I don't think Mr. Spag is with us anymore. No, I unfortunately. think that would be a good uh, conspiracy hour. Well, he uh, he was great Did with uh, leading a parade, you know. Yes. Are you? Do you know? Want me to get that for you? No, I got it. Okay. I've, okay. I've had technical experience. I've heard that. I've heard that. Uh, well, uh, John, why uh, why are you here today? Or no, wait, that wasn't my question. It was uh, it was uh, oh. I was going to talk about, I thought this would be a good topic of conversations, father-son relationships. But, uh, oh. well, because, you know, my situation, I never knew my father, you know. I was, uh, he died when I was very young, and I was separated from my twin sister. And I knew, your, fa I knew your father. No, that can't be Luke, true. His name was Luke. Luke. Luke Dodge. Yes. What a fascinating dude. Was was he cool or? I I heard you guys, like maybe did drugs together or something. We did eggs together. Eggs, eggs behind it. Eggs, yes. Uh, well, now that we know about my father, how about your father or your son? Either or, you can talk about, or we could just move along. You know, my father illustrated a book. Really, what book? He this is actually a true story. Sure, sure. He illustrated the the the, the gynecologist that that brought me into the world. His name was Leslie Dill. What? Leslie Dill. Leslie Dill. And my middle name is Leslie. And my father illustrated a book. Of gynecology? Exactly. He illustrated the book. It was like how to use forceps in 1956 for doctors. For Dr. Dill, yes. Was it for for women doctors or men it doctors? It was for men doctors. They didn't have women doctors. Oh, back then. that's right. That's right. But Did women have the right to vote by then? Or um, yes, they 57? had the 50. Yeah, they had the right to vote for their doctor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, right. Uh, well, uh, it's nice that they could do that now. It appears that none of us can vote for our doctor these days so, unless you're wealthy. So that was my uh, that that was my father my, and my son. My oldest son is um, technically prowiskic. Prowiskic. Yes. What does that mean? It's a word I just made up. Excellent, excellent. Uh, he uh, 
Well, he was actually in a, a movie I worked with him. We, we hired him and he was, uh, we're going to see him a little later tonight when we bring on Mr. Anderson. They shared a scene together. Very good. I, I was in a movie that you directed, but it's, well, you it know, seems like it hasn't been finished yet. I, it, it has not, but I brought a little something with us here. Uh -oh. We're going to take a little, uh, little look at Mr. John Malloy in the forthcoming Trench Digger production in oh. 2018. You can follow us now on imdb.com. The Battle of Savage Hill, coming soon. This is a little uh, rough take we have here. Let's take a look. Out west here, it's like there's no war at all. my lonely life and little did I think of this horrible war when she promised to be Hey Colonel, you understand why I've asked you here, don't you? We had met to discuss the pending invasion of the New Mexico Territory. It was a quick plan to win the war. It's much more than that, Colonel Smog. He told me highly classified information. You know why they made me a general, don't you? Not warrior zeal, which you have plenty of, John Jebediah. We are made into generals because of our innovation. When resources are thin, you innovate. Uh, and there we are. Yes, the Battle of Savage Hill coming to Trench Digger Productions soon and a theater near you if you're in Portland, Oregon. So yes, John, what did you think of your character so far in development? Well, I had about, I think I had a little bit of time to develop that character. Uh, now you're from Virginia originally. I am you know. from Virginia. I'm from the northern part of Virginia. Uh, what was that like growing up? That was um, traumatic. Why would you say that? Well. I told you about the book my father illustrated, right? He was in Virginia when he did that. Yes. Actually, he was in Washington, D.C. when he did that. Now, see, again, all, all leads back to D.C. somehow. Yeah, I don't yes. even know how or why. So, so the, the CIA... I was actually... I was born in D.C. Oh, no! Oh, okay. So you're actually a Maryland native. No. Or would that be a district a of district Columbia? Columbia? There is no representation. There was no representation in D.C. So would District of Columbia like just want to slaughter the Maryland guys at football or something? Is that like well, a thing? Georgetown played basketball. Uh-huh. They and, and they played uh, Patrick Ewing. Was yes, from Patrick Georgetown. Ewing was yeah. from Georgetown, yeah. and they slaughtered everybody for a while. Yeah, yeah, I th I have vague recollection. Till they got caught. Well, uh, uh, on that note, we're uh, getting a little bit. Uh, we're we're going to be looking at a uh, some music. I'm hoping you could join us on a song. You've you've brought your lovely guitar. Uh, what now? Did you build this yourself? I I 
I built it from from not scratch. From not scratch, but not I, wood either. Not no, I I knotted wood. I I I I stole the uh, I bought oh, the parts. Love the Frankenstein. Yes, sweet. Can we get a shot of that Frankenstein logo? That, that kind of says. Uh, now, why the Frankenstein logo? Because it, it was. Is it Frankenstein it, or is it Boris Karloff? I think it's actually Fred Munster. Okay. Okay. And it was uh, on sale on the internet. Okay. Okay. Well, there's our and answer. I, and and I had a little too much to drink at two in the morning, and I clicked buy. Oh, I've heard of people doing that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Weird, As a matter of fact, stuff. every piece on this guitar was purchased exactly that same way. So this is a kind of a, a in a drunken haze, the pieces came to you. Yes. Almost magically. Over a matter of three years. Wait, three, okay. So maybe if you weren't so drunk, it would have been three weeks or something. Or if or I would have been drunker, longer. it would have been faster. Okay. Sure. You, you some point you hit that diminishing return. And yes. It starts over. Um, I had a champagne supernova myself not too long ago that Jamila could fill in. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, what kind of musical influences uh, shaped your your growing up in Virginia and beyond? Well, to be honest with you, in in Washington D.C. was considered the bluegrass capital of the world. No kidding. And it had a lot to do with the region where where it was, and a lot of the a lot of the national bluegrass bands lived there around that area. And they um, the seldom seen played every Thursday night. And when I was a young man and I took guitar lessons, John Duffy from the Seldom Scene was the instrument repairman at the okay. music store I took guitar lessons from. The scene. Seldom Scene. Okay. Yes. And, and now, what year would we be talking about? With this? Nineteen. 60-something. Okay, okay. 66, 67. And how did the 60s hit uh, D.C.? Was that, did they get well, a little countercultural? They probably did, but I was 10 years old in 1967, so yeah. Batman was a lot more important to me than well, the riots. Very psychedelic. Yes. Uh, Mr. West passed away recently. Yes. Adam West. Uh, I got to meet him. I got to shake his hand. But, and but we had a regional show that was very popular. It was called Diver Dan. Diver Dan. Diver Dan. You should look him up on the YouTube sometime. He didn't get arrested or anything. No, that was Pee Wee Herman. Okay. That was later. All right. We had a version like Ramblin' Rod. So what we you know, Ramblin' Rod was, um, he used to come to the Stevenson Bluegrass Festival. No kidding, really. Ramblin' Rod was a fat bluegrass fan. And he, I had no idea. And he came out and he was one of my, uh, he became a very... Uh, dear friend, once a year. Really? Did, now, would he uh, would he wear the sweater? No, he wouldn't wear the sweater, and he didn't. You know, he was he was actually a very well-behaved gentleman. Good. Well, that's that's nice to know. Uh, I was uh, uh, I was on the show once. I was about three and or five somewhere in there. I guess I don't remember it, but apparently I had my finger jammed up my nose. The thing I do. Uh, but, uh, well, you know, I think uh, moving along here, I think we're going to take a quick break, but could we, uh, would you join us on a song? I would love to. I would love to. How about, uh, how, do you guys know um, Sleepwalk? Sleepwalk. I did by the, uh, is that? By Santo and Johnny. Santo and Johnny. You guys know that one? Yeah. I think we can, I think we can Google it. By the okay, time we, we can. Let's, we let's take a quick break here, and we shall return with Santo and Johnny's. Sleepwalk. 
The Garden Ferret 3000 is the only tool you'll ever need for your garden. It knocks out weeds in seconds. You're left with a beneficial mulch for your garden. Maybe you just want to have a tool you can show off to your fellow gardeners. The best thing is the Garden Ferret 3000's easy cleanup feature. Just hose it off. It's available at these fine stores.
After 47 years, it's time to close Dot's decorative squash store. We suffered through a disastrous squash crop this year, which made us realize it was time to hang it up. The good news is everything will be on sale for 25% off. We have very little decorative squash for sure, but we still have books, gardening supplies, and more, all for sale. We're sad to be closing our doors, but as they say in the decorative squash business, all good things must come to an end. Hello, Dot's Decorative Squash. Dottie speaking. And, uh, oh, we're back. We're back. Um, man, that was Mr. John Malloy. Do you mind hanging out on the couch with us for a little? That was fabulous, fabulous work. Sure. If you got the time, that's that's wonderful. Because I can't get out of here if I try. Well, neither can I. Because we still have 36 minutes, 26 minutes to go, and that's barely enough time for our marvelous guest, special guest, Mr. Jeff Anderson. Yeah! yeah. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I, it's so good to see you, Jeff. I, it's been a while. We we uh, we don't get to do this as much as we used to. True. What's what's been like five days? Um, I I thought it was only a couple, but it yeah. could be five. Uh, five days sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, so uh, what what have you been up to in those past five days? Six foot one. Six, six foot. Are you six foot point one? Five, something like that. Yeah. That's how how are your leaps? Did you ever play basketball? Terrible. I only get about three inches off the ground. Okay. Yeah. That's uh that's about But thank my, you for asking. Yeah. That's, you know, it's a personal question. Yeah, yeah. Uh well I didn't I didn't mean to get too personal too fast. I actually had a list of questions here, but uh Yeah, please hit me. Uh, you know. Well well first of all, uh I worked with you and John's son Rye on a movie called Jeff Steele and the Children of the Doom. And it's now available on Amazon. But uh, before we do that, why don't we refresh everyone's memory with, with a little scene I've prepared. You have a clip? I have a clip. <laughs> Here's a clip. This is, uh, this is what uh, the director, Clint Sargent, and I, we kind of co-directed it, and we used to refer to this scene as uh, Hair Wars. So let's, Whoa, let's, let's okay. take a look at that. Agent Steele, I've always been a longtime admirer of yours. It's quite a shot you got there, kid. We've all read about your years in the narcotics squad. I won't believe everything you've read. Some of the cadets and I are going out tonight at the poet Farrah Josephine's mansion. Rumor has it Dr. Vox is speaking. Why would you be interested in a guy like Vox? Agent Steele, I'm sure you're much too busy to visit a book signing ceremony. You'd be surprised, Stryker. I'm sure I would.
Oh man, doesn't that man? Bring back I haven't seen that since I, I don't think I've ever seen that. That's since 2011. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. That movie came out in 2011. Uh, Darge Productions is now. Uh, they they have uh, gone to uh, Trench Digger Productions is now distributing the Darge mm. Library uh-huh. um, in a kind of a controversial acquisition that we. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, we did we did get it on Amazon and I, we actually got our first review. I'm being told. So maybe if we get a little time, we'll, we'll read that review together and we can see what that That'd be great. Is. Yeah, I'd love to know. Yeah. Sure. Um, but, you know, uh, how about, hey, I seem to remember something about um, Jeff Happens. Yeah, he does. Is that all there was to it? I thought there was, um, a, was there a it's movement? Basically, uh, uh, well, there's a couple things. Um, it's an email address. Oh, that's right. And which became kind of a name for myself when I was doing things bigger than, you know. So I did roller derby. I was a roller derby announcer. Right. Now, for the uh, for Rose, Rose City Rollers for Rose a year. Rollers. Yeah. What was that like? It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a lot of girls. And you got to really know how to handle girls. Did you grow up with sisters? Or? I had one. I had one, yes. Okay. Yeah, so we, that kind of can train you. But it's still a little overwhelming. Have you ever hung out with a roller derby girl? Um, Let alone 50 of them? Not more than like 10 mm. minutes. Yeah, just saying. Yeah, a year was enough. It was good. Yeah. They're great. They're yeah, great. Great people. Traveled, you know, a little bit. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I wish my sisters had tried roller derby. I, I think they would have been good. I think that my sister would be good at it. Yeah? She's got a little kid now, though, so I don't know if that's really oh, her. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Oh, John, you want to say something? I'm sorry, I don't mean to... No, please. The the house I live in is across the street from the house that Raquel Welch uh, pretended to live in when she was in the movie... um, um, The uh, the, uh, Kenton Club place, right? Kansas City Bombers? And my house was uh, featured in that movie. That's uh, the Raquel Welch movie, which was apparently one of Portland's best-made movies, I guess. I don't... One of our top movies in 1971. That's for darn sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Well, they shot some of Easy Rider in uh, rural Oregon too. Did you know that? Did you know that that rural is my least favorite word in the entire Webster dictionary? I hate rural. Well, now maybe, perhaps, I recall a conversation that you had some rural upbringing, perhaps, in Oregon in particular. Oh. Did you have some Southern Oregon experience? Yeah, I got some Southern in me. Some, the no. dirty south the of, dirty south. of the Oregon. Is so is there a dirty in the Medford. clean south, or is it just... Well, I, you know what? I have to take that back, because technically I think Ashland is dirtier. Ashland's dirtier than Medford. Yeah, as far as those who are compared. But the whole region, I would say, is the dirty south of Oregon. Now, yeah. what would you do in Medford for high fun? High school. Oh, for fun? Yeah. Skateboarding. from high school. Skateboarding. Skateboarding. Yeah. And uh, was there a lot of concrete, or would you have to dirt it? Um, it is a town. Yes. Fully paved. Um, there was even a, you know, a mall. Would the bankers come out and yell at you? Ah, you kids, get off our... It was a safe, like, closed-loop city. It was in a valley. It is currently still there. And it's it was a very safe place to grow up. It's off I-5, right? It's on I-5. It's it on straddles I-5. You know. Medford. If it, Jeff is a wonderful spokesman for Medford. <laughs> if you ever get the chance to go there, please. Back and forth all the time. They, yeah. they let you play on I lived on one side... 
was on high school on the other side. And it was yeah, like, yeah. you know, the malls on the other side. Yeah. I was just, I was back and forth across I five. I still am. I mean. Right. Well, I mean, except yeah. for here, it's like the Rose Garden mm. or Lloyd Center. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, There's a river too. Three-hour wait to Vancouver or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I, I try to avoid that. Yeah. 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 Are you uh, living in Portland then? Now? I do. Okay. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. you didn't live in Portland not too long ago. I moved to the actual Dirty South. Well, the not real Dirty South. <laughs> There's Dirty South Oregon and then this South. Which um, Not Atlanta, because I know that people are thinking that it was going to be Atlanta, Georgia, because that's where Ludacris is from. Okay. No, I was living in New Orleans for two years. Yeah, it was wow. great. Wow, and uh, uh, Tendon Bar? and I was. I was a, they call it a quarter rat. Quarter rat. Quarter now, what rat. does that do? Yeah, you hang out in the French Quarter. Oh, there's a lot of rats there too, so it's apropos for the city. But okay, yeah, well, lived there. What was the French Quarter like? Uh, pretty great experience. Changed my whole life. Is there, there's know? a lot of history there, right? Yeah, it's a 300 year old city. The city predates the United States by like 80 years, I think, something right. close to that. It's the birthplace of jazz. Birthplace jazz. Yep, Which Congo I Square. I don't know if anyone else has heard this. I was recently told jazz comes from jasmine perfume have you heard this one no i hadn't heard that jasmine perfume that's also which true. all the prostitutes wore at yeah. the uh, clubs yeah. oh. and the brothels where yeah. scott joplin was playing called them jasmine. sex workers then. sex workers yeah is that what the proper term was in 1893 yeah. well no because hey know, sex worker come here it was here okay now. to demean them hither. back what? then so you could say things like Excuse me, prostitute. Hey, quick question. Sure. If you were in the roller derby biz, did you ever yeah. know a cat named Phil Gentile? I don't think I met that person. Okay, he was like a ref. He's a strange sure. person I met earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah he, he refed roller derby. Yeah. Something like that. He was They've all got unique Phil. names. Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh... And also if, from yeah, if anybody is curious about the roller derby, I'm not... I don't represent it anymore, but there is some great documentaries on it and the Rose City Rollers did put one out oh. called Brutal Beauty about Brutal Beauty yeah. can you buy it mm-hmm. or rent it you can go online iTunes YouTube I think I'm in it for like oh, really? 30 seconds yeah cool 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 um, so did your acting career did you do any acting in New Orleans or uh, no I would ah. did you do music I did do music okay, um, okay. I well I was a busker so are you familiar with like busking? That's so, so it's you not a bad get word. The dishes and wash them, or um, well, you t- you busk after you do the dishes okay. uh, because yeah, you've got to have okay. a real job. Uh, busking is where you street perform. Oh, and that's yeah. there's a lot of people that street perform in the French Quarter, and I was one of them. I was not one of the well known. I did it because I could. It was a fun experience. You know, I did as much as I could while I was living down there. I bartended in cocktail bars. Uh, I went to all the music venues. I All Saints Day and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Did all the Mardi Gras stuff. Yeah. Got it out of my blood. Mardi Gras. And it really, I mean, it changed my life in a lot of ways. I got inspired to play, to learn how to play piano, which is basically what I have been doing since I moved back, is just learning oh, really? piano. Yeah. I got a blues piano book. And I just started teaching myself. Like, are you reading the yeah, music? Yeah, I'll tell you. It's if anybody wants to challenge themselves, pick a book of sheet music 
mm-hmm. and learn how to play all the songs having never heard them before. Yeah. By teaching yourself to read music. It'll take you a while. And then get back to me. I'd like to hear about it. Well, I uh, I was supposed to do that early on, and uh, I uh, was in the jazz band with... Uh, Steve was actually with me in the Central Catholic High School uh, jazz band uh, way back. And um, the, the, the music teacher... I was asking him to teach me notes and this musical reading thing they talk about, and he uh, got really frustrated. He uh-huh. had all these horn players, and you know, he was like, "Oh, just you know, look at the chords, it fucking figure it out, that kind of thing." And so, you know, I, I just go with the chords. But I've done that where yeah. you follow the chords of a song you don't know, right? And you construct it into your own kind of thing, and well, then you hear what it actually sounds like, and you're like, "I really botched that up." Right, right. It takes a long time to learn how to do that. I'm not talking about the chords, because yes, you can read C major and figure out how to play it, but it's the notation. And I'm not a trained musician, so like I didn't go to school for any of that stuff, so sitting there and going through each note one by one and teaching your fingers how to do it without a teacher, yeah. it took me two years to get through yeah. a whole book. But you're there. I'm there. I can't play very well, but I can play you it. You can kind of sight read. Huh? I can sight read. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Magical to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, but can you sight read or? I can read. <laughs> That's about where I'm at, yeah. But, but. Yes, I can, I can, I can, I can, I can't sight read, but I can read and figure it out. Right, but I'll tell any kids that are watching out there, the thing that that's an impressive feat to do that, it's it's kind of a waste of time because you could do all that I just did in like six weeks on YouTube. Oh. Just pick a YouTube video and learn. Right. You can learn it in like a week. Right. Well, that took me that's, two years to learn. That's like too but easy. Just saying. You know, I mean, it's... it's my, my youngest son, he can sight read. He can really sight He can like... You put a chart in front of him, he can play anything, and and he gets paid to do it. So, so there is a there is a a, a reason to be able to do that. You hear that, kids? It's uh, dozens of dollars. Dozens, Sight reading. See, dozens of dollars, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. Well, uh, geez, why don't we uh? Why don't we take a quick little break, and uh, we'll come back and uh, think about something else. Here cool. The Garden Ferret 3000 is the only tool you'll ever need for your garden. It knocks out weeds in seconds. You're left with a beneficial mulch for your garden. Maybe you just want to have a tool you can show off to your fellow gardeners. The best thing is the Garden Ferret 3000's easy cleanup feature. Just hose it off. It's available at these fine stores. says you know you're in the shadows i'm like you're not in the shadows it's five o'clock in the afternoon that's why it's a five o'clock shadow ah that's right anyway that's shaved 
Yeah. That, oh, we're back. We're back. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you, and uh, thanks for watching the Peasant Revolution Band Variety Hour. Um, I'm your host, Jeff Dodge, and we have with us Mr. John Malloy and Mr. Jeff Anderson. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, I believe this is the first time you guys met. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, you know, you can never meet enough people enough times, I always say. Um, and you uh, catch that uh, that crazy old eclipse thing that was happening here in Oregon? Is that an Apple product? Uh, the eclipse? Oh, I was thinking iClips. So sorry. The eclipse. No, that's, uh, I think that's a new nostril device they're working on, but uh, mm. it's USB charged. I did hear that if you were of, of the purest race, that you could stare at the sun and it would never make your eyes blind. Purest brace? Right. Bra oh, race. Yes, if you were a pure race, you could stare at the sun. Well, that might be true, except for humans, you know. I don't know if humans can do that, except shaman. Shaman humans so is what I've heard. all of the mixed race animals, like the dogs, there were well, yeah, it was something that I, I like tried to beagles, chihuahuas. Is this yeah. a Virginia thing? Oh, no, I heard oh, you were wearing one of those MAGA hats, so you could just stare right at it. MAGA, yeah. I I think I caught our uh, our our dear leader staring at the sun the other day. Oh, so I guess you're right. Humans can do it. Some humans. Subhumans. Subhumans. Yes. Sub only subhumans. But if, if you're already kind of blind. Have you ever stared at the sun, Jeff? Um like with sunglasses, right? No. Okay. I will be honest, I've never stared at the sun. But there's a song called Staring at the Sun that I really like. By uh who? Uh there's a band called Smile. There's like a nineties rock band, yeah. I was thinking there's uh at the doors had a song like that yeah. too, didn't they? Uh, staring at the sun or this point, okay. Well, it's a good one. <laughs> I'll tell you, there's uh, there's been some confusion here lately, and uh, I'm gonna probably have to say goodnight to everyone because uh, I uh, I like to do this little uh, monologue piece about my uh, just a few things here. My uh, relationship with the, uh, the city is uh, quite tied up with a lot of different. There we are. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so I I didn't mean to get back into the conspiracy thing, but I think this, this eclipse is fake, you know. Um, we, the, Mayor Ted Wheeler, Mayor Ted Wheeler, don't, don't stop me, honey, this is very important. It's a they live thing. They're making you buy the glasses. There is no eclipse. Good night, Jeff. You said? I don't think I quite hear you. Five, six, seven, eight. Turn around. For now and then I get a little bit lonely.
Don't let us revolution back